What I want to share with you this morning is door number one, door number two, door number three. What door are we trying to choose? What door are we trying to choose? We know daily we have a choice. When we get up in the morning, as Sister Kim shared Wednesday night, Sunday night, correction, Sunday night, about, you know, you get up, you have a choice to either argue with your kids or praise the Lord. Amen? And we deal with the flesh daily. Flesh is not going to be anything that we're not going to deal with until we're out of here. Amen? We're going to deal with it. But guess what? We're overcomers. Some of us are familiar with the statement, door number one, door number two, door number three, in like a game show, playing a game, or just a statement. But with God, we don't have to choose which door we want. We just have to be obedient to His Word and do what He says to do. When it comes to healing, finances, happiness, or anything in life that we need or want, there are no doors to choose. It's, all, it's already been given to us. It's part of the blessing. And what I mean about there's times we try to, we, we're expecting as the body of Christ, I believe we have a tendency to try to choose doors instead of tapping into the blessing. And what, what I'm mean by that is you you might know or yourself might need healing you might need a financial breakthrough you might need a family member saved you might need a situation in your family changed but we get to where we're focused on one thing whether it be the family whether it be finances healing but guess what we can have all. Is it at times do we choose, try to choose a door to open up for healing and focus on that? Or do we just say, Father, I just thank you for every need that I have, you have supplied it. Healing, financial breakthrough, restoration in family members, and lives changed saved. Amen? But what I believe, what we need as the body of Christ to do is remember that God is able. He's above all. Now there are times that some people can only concentrate on one thing, which is fine. Okay? But we cannot forget the blessing. The blessing covers it all. We received Jesus in our life we start the blessing. Because we obey His call, we say, okay, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. You receive Him into your heart. If you would, please turn with me to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. This is something that I've shared before, but uh, I believe he, the Lord's brought me back to the Scripture for a, this point in time to... Um, to Give knowledge of some things. Amen?
Verse 20 says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Attend in the Hebrew is hearken. Cause to hear, hearken, give heed. In the Amplified it says, My son, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my sayings. Therefore, if we're, we're reading the word, it's not something that we say, uh, you know, I need, I need to read a little bit of word daily, so I just read this real quick, no big deal. Well, if we give attention to it, we hearken unto it, we speak it out, we hear it. Then through the day, we can meditate on what the word says. As we attend to the Word of God, we hearken, we cause, our, we cause ourselves to hear His Word, we incline. Incline in the Hebrew is to cause to yield. We yield our ears to what God is saying to us in, in His Word and through His Word. Verse 21, Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart. We let them not depart from our eyes. We read the Word of God and study it daily. We meditate again on, on it through the day. In the Expositor's Study Bible, it says in verse 21, we, admonish, we are admonished here to continue to read the Bible and study it daily, as well as teachings are to embed themselves into our heart. Now, when it's embedded into our hearts, we get in our hearts, that's when we can start meditate. We can meditate. That verse, say, okay, Holy Spirit, bring, bring what I need back to my memory. And as I, as I think of it, I can say, okay, I can quote it. Then I can meditate on it. Then I can build myself up. Because, you know, anyone that has a job knows that when you're working on something, you can't just stop and Read the Bible unless you're during the break or lunch, correct? But as you grab a hold of that word in the morning, whether it be a verse, you read it, feel the Holy Spirit, remind me of this. I ask you to remind me. As I'm going through the day, He reminds you, okay? Him reminding you, you know that you need to remember that. You need to re do what it says, Amen. Verse 22, For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. In this passages, on these passages, we learn the secret to life. The Word of God is life and health. Okay? In, in the book of Hosea, it says, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Why? Because, well, let's just go there real quick. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. Now, I want to stop right there because I, I want to emphasize something or question something for us to think about. Could we be rejecting knowledge when we refuse to read the Word? Daily. 
You say, well, I ain't got much time to read it, okay? Could we be rejecting that knowledge? I believe so. No, not putting anybody down. Some, some people do work long hours. But during the day, either at night, daily, if we can just get a little bit of the Word so that we're, we have a knowledge of what God is, is getting into our life. Because daily, He has something in store for us daily, for that daily walk that we need. Now, I've been guilty as others that not in the morning just, you know, getting up, get ready for work and go. But I have come to a place or when I when I first get up, honestly, these is these way I learn is I I got Bible on my phone. I get up and I go to these certain scriptures and I'll sit there and I'll read them. That way, there's not an opportunity for me to forget to read. And if if any, if you have a Bible on your phone and you and you can do it, great, that's good. You get up and you just just first thing. That way, I did that to cause me not to forget, like I said. That way I don't get sidetracked and all of a sudden I get to work and, oh, I slipped my mind. I try to avoid that, amen? Hallelujah. Again, my people are destroyed. In Hebrew, it means to cut off for the lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge. On down it says, I will re- also reject thee that thou shalt not be, be not a priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Now we don't want to be cut off from God. We don't want, we want to be, if, you know, even in the middle of the night, if the Holy Spirit wakes you up, say, read this. There are people that it happens to. Read this. Pray this. Pray this over brother or sister so-and-so. Amen? He knows what's going on. We don't have to be alarmed. Oh, no. Okay, Holy Spirit, you know what's going on? Stay in peace because, you know, again, the flesh, when you get up, the flesh wants to argue with you. Say, no, I don't want to get up. You know, you overcome it and do as the Holy Spirit says. Amen? Hallelujah. As we read and learn what the Word of God says about attending to His Word, we pay attention to it, we grasp a hold of it, and make a decision to focus on what He is saying and telling us in the Scripture. We need revelation from the Holy Spirit on what He is telling us for understanding. Now, what I mean by that is, there's times, and I've come to the come to the place in times when I'm studying, I may not know what the word says, what that word means, and that's an opportunity for the flesh to get up and say, "Well, stop studying because you don't understand it." Right? Amen. So we get to where, okay, Holy Spirit, I need a revelation on this. I need a revelation on one because. It's much easier to understand something when you know what it's talking about. 
I can understand the, honestly, I can understand the King James Version a lot better than what I used to be able to. And it's because of the Holy Spirit teaching, amen? That is why it's, that is why it's good and important to pray and ask for revelation, knowledge and understanding of the Word before we study. When we study, fathers, thank you for the revelation, the knowledge and understanding of your Word. That way I have clear understanding, amen? Verse 23 in Proverbs 4.23 Keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. The Amplified says keep, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance and above all that you guard for out of it flows the, issues, the, flows the springs of life. Okay? When we get the Word in our heart we guard it. Because if we don't, it's going to happen anyway. But if we don't, when we get that word, the enemy is going to come to take it. And there's going to be opportunities through after every service. Every service. And I know a lot of you probably had this happen. That the enemy will come against you. Come to try to take that word. He might, honestly... He might have a family member call up and get upset with you. He might have a biller call you and say, yo, money. He will try to get that word away from us. And if he gets that word away from us, we're like sheep scattered. We don't know which way to go. But if we keep that word that he, that God has given to us, we say, no. The word of God, I stand on. Amen. Because he knows if you keep that word, you overcome him. You've overcome him anyway. But if you keep that word, he has no chance. Because the word of God is our tool. We speak the word of God. Y'all just think. Imagine this. Every time you say the name of Jesus, they, they bow. The authority that the name of Jesus has. And we use the word of God. We use it, and the devil has to back up, because there is authority in the Word, and we have the authority to use the Word of God. Amen? That is powerful. The Word of God is powerful. And we it's important that we do not allow ourselves to get tired of the Word. To get tired of the Word. And how do we get tired of the Word? Read it traditionally. I mean, we don't get tired of going to a restaurant, do we? If we really like it. We don't get tired of going to Walmart, since we know we there's some things at Walmart we like. We don't get tired of going to the mall. We shouldn't get tired of feeding on the Word of God. If the Word of God says this, we need to grab a hold of it. You know, I believe it was here a couple of weeks ago, about Brother Randy said, there's times you don't feel like it. You don't feel like it. But guess what? That's the best time. Because the enemy is coming in. That's, a tr- that's an attack. He comes in even when you don't feel like it. You feel a symptom coming on, you just don't feel like You just want... And I've been guilty of that. I just want to sit back, relax, and just rest. 
But if we imply, we activate the Word of God, it counteracts it and pushes it back. We know healing takes time. It's a, it's a process. But we know that when we declare the Word of God, when we speak it, that's when it starts to take place. Because nothing takes place naturally until it takes place spiritually first. Nothing. A lot of, a lot of battles that we're seeing in the world today, one minister said there's more stuff going on in the spiritual realm than there is in the natural realm. And the reason why a lot of things are taking place is because man is allowing them to. That's why we're going to start prayer. Monthly prayer. Starting out monthly prayer. Because if we don't start in prayer, not saying we're not praying daily, but we come together as a body, as a unit, as a corporate body. Let me tell you something. We can stop things that's going on in the city, in our county, in our country. I'm not saying we're the only ones, but it starts here. Then people get involved, other churches, we get involved, we start, I want to see things change. Some people say, well, what's happening is this happening. Yeah, because in your life it is, because confession. I like what uh, in one of uh, Charles Camp's, I believe, books, he says, do you really want everything you say to come to pass? No. No. And guess what? Our words that we speak, positive or negative, are becoming active. Are becoming active. Positive or negative? Positive or negative, amen? So the choice is ours. Whether we're going to speak the word. You know, you think about it. As the body of Christ, we do have a lot of things that we have to choose. Daily. We have to choose to allow ourselves to overcome. We've got to choose to allow ourselves to get in the word. We've got to choose to allow ourselves to praise the Lord. And something I'm reminded about, I've been reminded about probably the past couple of days is like as Sister Kim said the other night about praise and worship. Some of you are familiar with Brother Bill Winston. He said, it's going to be a paraphrase, but he said, the best time for you to receive what you want or need is during praise and worship. Because you come into the act of praise and worship, that's the time to receive what you want. And if you're at home, you, you, uh, you know, I like, you know, when Sabrina is in at home and she's at work, you know, we, it's all good to have quality time spent with God. That gives opportunity to say, okay, here I am. You know, because when your mate comes home, you got, you do things together. But when you're by yourself, okay, you have that opportunity to get stuff done you need to do, that you know you need to do, but also time to say, okay, I just spend this time. I know, you know, I'm not putting anybody down. 
But I think we all in the body need more. Need more of the commitment of God. Scripture that uh, the Lord gave me for the first of this year was, uh, I believe it's Psalms 37, 5. Committing thy, commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in Him and He shall bring it to pass. If we really think about what that's saying, and again, you, we have to cause our, make our flesh come under, like she was saying the other night, pick up the cross. Crucify the flesh. Amen? But when we do that, we get to the point where we say, okay, basically the flesh is out of the way. It's still there, but it's out of the way. Holy Spirit, minister to me. Reveal to me what I need to know. As I get into Your Word, as I worship You, as I praise You, Minister to me what I need to know. I tell you what, it's like getting uh, messages ready. There's times that you feel so you need to hurry up and do it, but again, <laughs> I'm reminded of what Brother Bill Winston said that he uh, he was trying, he you know, he was begging, he was crying out to God about getting a message. These pe- the people need a word, need to get, need to bring him word, and he said, "What are you doing?" So I'm trying to get a message that says, what does my word say? Well, your word says, come boldly to the throne of God. Then do it. Basically do it. So he I come to you boldly to the throne of God and revelation just start pouring in. See, we getting prepared for teaching or whatever. We have a choice to come to him or just say, okay, what am I going to do? Amen. It's a choice. We all have a choice. Hallelujah. The issue in the expository study about the issue of life speak of the foundation of faith, which is Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Verse 24 in Proverbs, it says, chapter 4, Put away from thee a forward mouth, a perverse lips put far from thee. The Amplified says, Put away from you false and dishonest speech and willful and contrary talk put far from thee, far from you. Again, always talking about confession. The word forward means to habitually disposed toward disobedience and opposition to the word of God. The word perverse means basically the same. So we are told here not to question the Bible, find fault with it, or oppose it. We don't oppose it. We just we grab a hold of what it says and do it. Because I tell you what, as the body of Christ, as the body of Christ, we are responsible to do what it says. Because we gave a commitment to God and say, I'm yours. Use me. When we speak negative words, false and dishonest words, we allow ourselves to be willing to speak contrary to what God's word says. We cause it to stop the, we cause it to stop 
the truth which is the Word of God from working, being active in our life. Wow. We can stop the Word of God from being active in our life by what we say. Amen? By what we say. Negative words stop the Word from working and opens the door for the enemy to come in and have his way. One other thing is when we speak words we got two sources waiting on us. We got two sources waiting on us. We got angels waiting on us to speak faithful words. And we got the devil in his demonic area waiting on us to speak negative words. That's why he's trying to influence us to speak negative words. You know, we see things on TV, we see things in our daily walk, and it, you look at something, well, look at that. Now, if he can get us to say negative words, we end up tying our angels' hands, holding them back. But if we speak faith-filled words, that makes the devil back off and the angels go forth and accomplish what needs to be accomplished in our behalf. You know, they, the, you know the Holy Spirit knows what's going on. He only tells us what the Father says. He knows what's ahead of us. So as we're obedient to Him and say, okay, as I go, guide me, direct me. And if He says stop, we stop. If He says go, we go. A lot of things can be stopped for us as long as we are led by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So that's why we are to choose not to speak contrary words. If negative words come into our mind, into what we are thinking, we, we just need to say, no, I will not say it. We have that choice. The old saying, and I know most, if not all of us, have heard the devil made me do it, is a lie. The devil cannot, I repeat, cannot make us do anything that we are not willing to do. Amen? He can influence. He can say, do this. You say, no. Did you know you can talk to the devil like that and not be afraid? A lot of people are afraid to talk to the devil because they're afraid of what he's going to do. Well, guess what? They have not taken active authority over him. Knowing that no matter what you try, now, look at try in a capital words, T-R-Y. Try. He can't do it and accomplish if we don't allow him to. You say, well, there are people that have been attacked with sickness. Use the Word of God. We don't give him glory. We, we see what happened. We don't give him glory. We say, well, he attacked, but God's Word is final authority. When our family member had an uh, issue in their body, we say, the Word of God is final authority. Thank God for doctors. Praise God for doctors. God, 
created doctors. They he um, you know trained doctors. But guess what? We are not to put our, our final authority in what the doctor said. We put it in what God said. Remember, okay, Father, you, you're the ones that, that gave the education to the doctors to know what's going on. We depend upon you as our source to overcome this thing. We've or, You've already overcome it, but it is manifesting by your word in the natural. And healing is taking place. The miracle is taking place. Amen? As we learn and get an understanding of the Word of God. Now, that's one thing we've got that as the body of Christ, a corporate body needs to do. Make sure that we do. And I'm very cautious about pinpointing what, you know, that's why I say we. We need to make sure that we get a hold of what and understanding what the Word of God says. Because what's the worst thing? Just think of a, a soldier out on the battleground he had no training. He don't have any knowledge. And all of a sudden, an adversary rises up. What do I do? Again, Hosea, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. If a soldier is not trained, he don't have the knowledge on what to do. He can be destroyed right then because he did not know what to do. But when we get into the Word, get an understanding of what the Word of God says, we can uh, counteract what the enemy is trying to do with the Word of God say, no, you will not. By Jesus stripes, I were healed. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Amen? Activating the Word of God is what we, we've got to do. And as we get see times, we're seeing the times that the Word of God is manifesting. You, you see it in the Bible, you see it taking place. But it's not a time to get scared. Honestly, the only ones that be getting scared are, are the sinners, are the lost, because they don't have the knowledge, they don't have the understanding of what God's Word says. And that's why, as the Holy Spirit leads us, we share it. Because whenever the Holy Spirit leads us to minister to somebody, He has their heart ready to receive. Because you, you, you minister, try to minister to somebody and they block you out. You know, that's why I like the Holy Spirit to open the hearts. That's why a lot of times I like for people to, to, you know, ask me questions. I know you go to, what about this? That open door. Or if you know someone's hurting, upset, you can, you know, go to them and say, are you okay? Then they, then they express. Like Pastor said, ask me if you can pray for him. Amen? And see that their life has changed. Whatever the situation is, is taken care of. Again, we learn and get an understanding of the Word of God and get it into our heart. We will be cautious to not to speak anything contrary to it. When we study the Word of God, again, it is good to pray and ask for revelation, knowledge, and understanding. It is also good to have a concordance if possible. To look words up and to get a clear understanding of the word. Now, I use a dictionary sometimes. There's times that to get a better understanding, I use a dictionary. Because like I said, you get a word that you're studying, sometimes that word may mean different things. 
It might mean different things. What you think it means, means a little different in, maybe in Greek or Hebrew, or the definition. Well, I thought it meant this. Well, guess what? That may be what's causing the enemy to overcome, because we, we don't want to speak the word in error. We want to speak it in truth. Amen? So when we get an understanding of what that word means, we say, okay, thank you. Now I can be able to speak it and know what I'm speaking. Amen? I'm not saying that you speak the Word of God and it won't take place. It's just good for us to have an understanding of what we're speaking. That way, when the devil tries a question, oh, you don't know what you're saying. Bless God, I do too. Because I found out what it means. Amen? Confusion. The enemy is the author of confusion. The enemy will try to bring confusion in. Confusion is not of God. 1 Corinthians 14.33 says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as all as in all churches of the saints. Now, you know as well as I do, when the confusion comes in, there's no peace. There's no peace. Because, again... You can get confused reading reading the Bible. You can get confused if you allow yourself to be. Say, so, okay, again, the enemy is the author of confusion. So when we are reading and studying the Word of God, the devil will try to throw confusion in our mind so it will be a distraction. We have to not allow ourselves to be confused, but be focused on receiving the revelation of God has for us. As we grasp a hold of what God is saying to us in His Word, we learn the steps to receiving what He has in store for us, the blessing. You know, like Brother Hank said last week, you know, you get studying and all of a sudden things pop up. Well, I need to do this. I need to do that. <laughs> Distraction. Yeah, it's it's uh, in natural yourself. You know you need to get done, but is it really that important? Amen? The enemy knows it's not important. He's just trying to get that distraction in there. That way we're like, all right. He's he like, I got him away from getting more of the Word. Amen? Especially when the Holy Spirit ministers to you to sh- read something, He's going to try to come in and distract you so you don't get a hold of it because... When he does, when the Holy Spirit has you to read a certain scripture, he's liable to, he knows what's going to happen. You're going to be using that scripture ahead of you, down that path. And when you get into reading and studying that, that scripture, you say, okay, I receive it. Now we be prepared to use it if necessary. Amen. Again, the Holy Spirit knows what's getting ready to take place. That's why he's, you know, as we're sensitive to his spirit and listening to him, hear his voice and say, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Then a situation rises up and you can start speaking that word. Your word says here. Amen. It's important. You know, years ago, <laughs> never thought of the word like this. I uh, raised in church, but not never, you know, of uh, daily going to be using the Word of God. 
But now we know, now I know. Say, hey, I need to get this because, you know, I'll be using it. Someone needs to know it. There, may, there can be times that He'll give you revelation for one person. And you say, well, whenever I see Him, and you may not even know you're going to see Him that day, and you, they come up to you and say, okay. God knows what He's doing. Amen? God knows what He's doing. There may be times where we may not know what we're doing. Naturally. Naturally. Okay. It's like this message here. <laughs> Okay, you know what? For the glory of God, it lines up with the past few weeks. That's why I just kind of giggles like, you knew what you knew what you was doing. You knew. I didn't have a clue. I thought, well, you know, but he knows. You know, it's, it's funny how times that we sometimes don't take value or... Let me say it for myself. Sometimes I may not take value in, in exactly what he says of, a, of sharing. And it's I, I believe it's the flesh, and I have to overcome flesh, amen? Because, you know, who hasn't been times that God tells you to share? Why, why do you want me to share this with them? But what place is of ours to ask him questions? Amen? Because he ministers to to us to do it, that person's life's about to be changed. We don't know what they're do, going through. We don't know, but guess what? He does. I, I'm not saying I've ever argued with him. If he gives me a certain title, I write it down. Amen. But it's the, it's the choice to be obedient to his word, and when you choose to be obedient to his word, that's when blessings you, you activate the blessings amen hallelujah again we have to, we have to allow ourselves we have to allow ourselves not to be confused but be focused on the work on the be focused on receiving the revelation God has for us obedience brings blessing. Again, we don't, we don't have to choose what door we want to open. We just need to be obedient to, to God's Word and to what He says to do. He has already supplied all of our need. He's already supplied it. Again, it's, it's already taken place spiritually. It's already taken sp- place spiritually. As we activate His Word, we start re- speaking His Word out, then it, that's where it starts by faith manifesting. Whether it be healing, whether it be a breakthrough in finances, whether it be a family restoration. As we stand on the Word of God, we pray, we be in prayer and say, in Jesus' name, this is coming to pass. When, we, when it, that takes place, we start seeing, we can start seeing attitudes change. We can start seeing, uh, Money situation turn around. We can see uh, people's uh, good reports on their health from the doctor. We can see it because we start activating the word of God, and the word of God is activated. <laughs> it shall not return unto the Father void. 
And that's a good thing to remember when we speak the Word of God. Speak it by faith and know that it will not return unto the Father void. Amen? Choosing to believe God is able. If you would turn with me to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. The Amplified says, Now now to him who, by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us. Now, it says... That is at work within us. His power is at work within us. As we acknowledge that, when I'm speaking the Word of God, the power of God is working within us to see that what I speak, what I'm believing for, is going to take place. Amen? And for others. The power that is work within us is able to carry out his purpose and to superabundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, and dreams. Wow. That covers it all. That covers it all. What you think you're, you're praying is big. What you're praying is big, but he's able to go above. You know, in in a natural thought, he's showing off. You know why? Because God can. He's showing off, saying, "Devil, you can't touch this. You cannot touch this. You can't. You do not compare." And so that showing off is a good thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Superabundantly, superabundant is to be excessive. Excessive is going beyond what is usual. Normal, it's exceeding what is usual, proper, necessary, or normal. Okay, let me, we, there's times that we look at things and say, okay, this is, this is enough. This is all that's necessary, right? You know, you're doing the work here in the church, you know, we do enough to where it's necessary. Whether it's decorating or cleaning, it's good. But he goes beyond that. He's able to go beyond what's necessary. Okay? Take care of your health. Take care of your finances. Take care of restoration of the family. Take care of people, you know, uh, leading those to know Him. He can do above and beyond what we can ask or think. Amen? Now, I'm sure we've all heard in times past, someone said, well, don't ask God for too much. Just ask Him for what you need. Just don't. Let me tell you, <laughs> that blows that out of the water. He's able to do beyond that. And you know, with a lot of people that have been taught that, now not putting anybody down, but anybody that's been taught that has actually been taught to fail. Has been taught to fail. 
Because when you expect God to manifest His Word, to do what His Word says, when we pray, when we do His Word, we're expecting God to do exactly what He says. And guess what? He's expecting us to do that. He wants us to tell Him what His Word says. The way He knows we know it, we're going to speak it, and we're going to do it. Amen? Some people think it's rude to tell God what... You're not telling God what to do. You're telling Him what His Word says. It's like He told Brother Winston, what does my Word say? He wanted him to do what His Word says. And when you do what His Word says... He opens up. He opens up that blessing. He opens up the revelation. Not that He has it closed, but we are the one that shuts off the flow or opens up the flow by our faith and by our obedience to God. Amen? Ephesians 3.21 says, Unto Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. There's glory in the church. We don't need to not give Him glory. We need to give Him glory because when we give Him glory, we give Him praise. That is acknowledging He is at work in us. He's as at work in this church. He's at work in your home. He's at work in your, at work. He's at work in your car. Wherever you're at, He's at work in. Amen? He's at work. And he's, wor- and he's working according to the power that worketh in us. Amen? Choosing the path that God planned, before, planned for us to take. The Ephesians, if you would turn with me to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Again, choosing the path God planned for us to take. Verse 10 says, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. The Amplified says, For we are God's own handiwork, His workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which he, which God predestined, planned beforehand. He's already planned it. He has already planned it. For us taking paths which He prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us to live. You hear that? You get that? Living the good life which he, he prearranged. He's already prearranged for us living that good life. God is not against us having finances. He's against finances having us. He's not against us having health. He wants us to have health. Amen. He wants us to have peace. The, 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 uh, in the name of Jesus. He wants us, he's already planned ahead of time for you to have that promotion, for you to have that, 
uh, the job that you want, for making the, the money that you want, to receiving the bonus you are expecting. Amen? That when you go lay hands on the sick, they recover without any questions. Is it going to work? No. He's already planned beforehand that the giving you the authority, giving us the power to do so. Amen? Hallelujah. God has already planned the path, the direction He would have us to go. The choices, the choice, choices we make daily are a part of our daily walk. If we, if we make a choice that has to do with the world that leads into sin, we veer off the path of God that God has planned for us to take. That's a, something that, you know, it's good to, to th- just to take time to say, okay, am I going the path that I'm supposed to do? Have I gotten so busy that I've gotten off the path that I'm supposed to do, supposed to take? And if I have, I will repent and I ask, lead me down, guide me down that path that you have. Because you know, you can get too busy. And here's another thing. We can get too busy doing God's work. We can get too busy doing God's work. And when we're too busy, God's work, God's not in the middle of it. He's not He's not part of it. It's not saying that we're doing a bad thing. But if we're taken away from our time studying, getting the Word, that's contrary to what He said. That's contrary. See, there's times if the devil can't stop, there's times he'll push you. Go, go do this, go do this. And it's contrary to the Word of God. Because he's pushing, the Holy Spirit's not leading. Amen? As we are led by the Holy Spirit in choosing the path planned for us, the enemy will throw in a distraction to distract us, especially when we are studying the Word of God. Again. Hallelujah. He will try to get us to think of something else to get our mind off the Word. Not to the things He's throwing our way. But be, choosing to be a doer of the Word. When we choose to be a doer, be obedient to do and be a doer of the Word, we choose the blessing. James chapter 1, verse 22 says, But be ye doers of the Word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. The Amplified says, But be doers of the word, obey the message, and do merely listener, and not merely listeners to it, betraying yourselves into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. And the enemy will do that. He'll throw in, try to throw on reasonings contrary to the truth. Amen. The Expositor's Study Bible says in this in this verse, it says, But be ye doers of the word. The word was the the word has the potential to do great work, great and mighty things within our lives, and not hearers only, while hearing the word is definitely necessary. At the same time it must be heard properly. And and that refers to a heart 
that wants to receive. Deceiving your own selves. It's bad enough to be deceived by others, but worse yet to purposely deceive ourselves. If we think we can live the life without total faith in Christ and the cross, we do, we are doing exactly what James said not to do, deceiving ourselves. If we can, if we think we can do the opposite of what the Bible says, we're deceiving ourselves. We hear it, we don't do nothing about it. We hear it and we just, okay. Amen. We know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But if we do opposite, we allow ourselves to do opposite of what the Word of God says, we deceive ourselves. Or we think it means one thing and it totally means another thing. And we allow influence to come in and say, well, do this. No. If, if the Word of God says this, that means I've got to do it. Amen? To stay in the blessing, to do what God says. Once again, in order to be a doer of the Word, we have to read it, get it in our heart, and make a decision that we are going to do what it says in order to activate the Word of God in our life. We've got to know what it says by reading and studying it, receiving the knowledge of it, Speak it by faith. Romans ten seventeen. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Speak what it's, the word says. Believe it and receive it. Amen. You read it. Here, my, my suggestion. And, and like what one minister said. The Bible was never meant to read quiet. He said it was never meant to read quiet. It was meant to read out loud. Because if you read quiet, how are you going to build your faith up? Faith comes by hearing. Now, I'm not saying that you're in a place where you really can't read it out loud without disturbing anybody. But, you know, when you're alone or on a break, read it out loud. I, that's why I do a lot of a lot of the studying or water reading. I read it out loud and guess what? I can get a hold of it. I can get a hold of what it's saying. Because, and I even imagine it. I can even, I even picture it. It's kind of like watching a TV show, you know, a play. You watch it and you get, you get a visual of what's going on. Amen? Hallelujah. Choosing to be obedient to God is choosing the blessing. When we choose to be obedient to God, there is, there is no door that we have to choose. We choose what God has already given to us. If you would turn with me, please, to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. Uh, get ready to wind down. Be my first closing. Another thing, and we, I know we all deal with this. Another thing is when we choose to do something for God, we got over here on the side what we want to do. What we plan to do. Okay? And since we're in December, sometimes we plan to put up the Christmas tree plan to do the ornaments, plan to go shopping, okay? It's all good. 
what we plan to do. That's what we like. That's what we desire for us. And we do. Amen? But there are times that we've got to set aside times what we desire and what we want to make sure that we're doing what God says to do. Amen? He wants you to have desires of your heart. But He wants to, He wants your desires also to line up with His Word, with His will. Amen? Verse 19 says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that thou, that both thou and thy seed may live. Verse 20, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey His voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto Him. For He is thy life and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee. Amen? He's given us the choice. He's told us to choose. You know, we're talking about uh, Israel. You know, He gave them... But it affects us. When we receive Jesus, we choose life. When we choose during the day, daily walk to do as He says to do, we choose life. We choose to stay on uh, the path of life. We choose to stay in His will. We choose His blessing. Again, there is no door one, door two, door three that we have to pick. We have to choose to do what He says, His Word, and the blessings are manifest. They open up. The blessing is all that He has in store for us. We are blessed. And it's important for us, at once we even daily say, I am blessed. I am prosperous. I am highly favored of God. Because that's what He wants us. He don't want us to... You know, the stuff that we deal with daily, some of the stuff that we deal with, we're not even supposed to deal with. We're not even supposed to deal with. His, his Word says, casting all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. There are cares, there are times, and speaking even to my, about myself, there's times that I care... Uh, pay my attention on the cares that I've been looking at and not my focus on God. You know, if the devil can get your mind on that care, he's got you distracted. Amen? Now, I admit, he, he's had me. Because, you know, something comes up, and guess what? We have a choice. Are we going to focus on the problem or are we going to focus on the answer? Amen? In Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1, in the Amplified, I'm actually going to kind of go through this fairly quick, so if you want to write down this for later, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 through 4 in the Amplified. Verse 1 says, If you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, be watchful to do all His commandments, which I command you this day. The Lord your God will set you on 
high, set you high above all nations of the earth, and all the all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. Heeding, attending to, grabbing hold of His voice and say, okay, I'm going to do whatever you say. Amen? Then we will see the blessings of the Lord take place. Amen? Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body and the fruit of your ground and the fruit of your beast, the increase of your cattle, the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your baskets, your kneading trough. Blessed shall be your be. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to defeat before your to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. Part of the protection plan. The Lord shall command His blessing, command the blessing upon you in your storehouse and in all that you undertake. And He will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. He blesses us in our land. He will bless us in our land. Amen. The Lord will establish you as a people holy to Himself, and He has, as He has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in His way. And all the people of the earth shall see that you are called by His, by the name and in the presence of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. And the Lord shall make you have a surplus of prosperity. We hear about this surplus. Amen? We hear about a surplus in the United States because of things going on. Okay? He's already got what we need. Amen? Surplus of prosperity through the fruit of your body, of your livestock, and of your ground in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord shall open to you His good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain of your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hands. And you shall lend to many nations, but not, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. And you shall be above only and you shall not be beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, and are watchful to do them. And you shall, and you shall not turn aside from any, and you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. Wow. It's up to us, it's up to us to choose to hear His Word, give heed to it, and to do it. Then we will see the blessing manifest in our behalf. If we heed to do exactly what He says to do. Saints, we are covered by Him. Being obedient to God 
We are covered by Him. His protection plan, as you know, we call Psalms 91, His protection plan has been activated. We receive what He has in store for us. The answer to everything we need is in His Word. Let us not, as this body or any other body, let us not be destroyed for the lack of this knowledge. We have no excuse to have lack of knowledge of this Word. Even the excuse, I don't have time, is not an excuse. Because that's what the enemy wants us to do, is say, I don't have time. If I have time, I make time, I grasp any part of time. Five minutes of the day, like I said, first thing you wake up, you read it, get a hold of it, you meditate on it, and you we will see the Word of God take place in our life. Amen.